today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Adam Oakfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuuman, which sponsors uh, Tech Talk, is with us here on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. How are you doing, Adam? I'm doing amazing, Bill. Thank you for asking. Doing very you, well. You, you've been out of the house in the last six months? Well, I, I, I do. <laughs> I kind of walk out every so often. My wife yells at me, put some pants on, and then I'm oh, like, there's right, always right, that, yeah. right. I keep forgetting. I, yeah. <laughs> Remember, I'm still in pant mode, COVID non-pant mode. However, I am getting used to wearing a mask. And, you know, I'm a branding guy, so I got yeah. Vacuman uh, masks. You know, but they're actually, they pull up over your face, and I probably got the wrong artwork on it, because it's just got, you know, we like to suck, and it, it it's the worst tagline <laughs> I should have put on my mouth when I walk into restaurants, or I walk into the, you know, I think it's great we wear masks, however, just keep in mind, what artwork do you put on before you walk into those uh, new, re- into those retail merchants? If you're going to have that on your mask, you better have something on your shirt, like uh, we clean ducts, okay? Just so people get some idea of what's this going, what's going on here. Yeah, I, I'm horrible at matching, as you just heard. I don't even put pants on. So the yeah. fact I need to coordinate that two thing is 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 gotta get. I gotta improve. So yeah, I do need to get the shirts. You're right, Bill. Listen, we're gonna talk. I mentioned that we're gonna talk about the Twitter thing, and we will in just a few minutes. Cause, but uh, we we probably save a whole lot of time if we just talked about the companies that didn't get hacked uh, in the last couple of days. It just seems to be a thing these days. And and right off the top. We were just talking before you joined us about Alex Trebek, who's turning 80, and you're going to come back for another season of Jeopardy. Uh, speaking of celebrities, MGM got hacked, and boy, there's a lot of info out there for her if, if, if people are so inclined. Uh, what do they got here? Addresses, uh, ev- passwords, everything from a lot of celebrities. We have a lot of celebrities that are being, uh, I would say, um, compromised with cell phones, mailing addresses. Um, it is originally MGM back about a few months ago. I think we, re- we credited it as uh, the hack of the week at that time. And it was about maybe 10 million. They claimed 10 million. However, it was 142 million login and passwords of celebrity. I mean, uh, not all celebrities, but 142 million guests information including high profiled celebrities uh Kyan west uh all the kardashians justin bieber um politicians bill like we're talking uh large senator uh senators uh governors um of 142 million uh login access and it's all for sale bill get ready you can get 142 million uh names addresses cell phone numbers whether they're still existence or not for yeah. the big whopping price of two thousand nine hundred dollars it's available on the dark web so what a, it, it, it's it's a massive amount of information so for less than three thousand dollars this is available in the last 10 years now uh that's a lot of information that's been compromised. So when we talk about what's going on out there, this is the kind of concern we have, is where and what can be accessed and how can it come back and hurt us. That's not a bad price. I'm, 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 not, I'm not interested in doing this, but you know somebody's going to pay that kind of money. You can't buy a mailing list. I own an ad advertising agency. I can't buy a list of that many names, addresses, and otherwise to be able for for less than probably $20,000 that's been cleaned. I mean, this is MJM. So, I mean, at the end of the day, this is uh, this is a, a it's a steal. Unfortunately, of course, uh, this is a major concern that massive amount of information is available for that price. So, Absolutely. Uh, for, 
for, for concerning sakes, the point I'm getting at, Bill, is that uh, just as a say, and we'll jump into Twitter, maybe it's a segue or otherwise, but when Twitter was hacked, uh, you know, whatever it was, 2016, 17, there was uh, over 30 million login and passwords that were hacked. Just to give you a perspective of just how crazy it is on the dark web, they were giving away. There was uh, giving away 5 million of those login and passwords of Twitter for free as a teaser, just a taste. And then the rest of it you were able to purchase for less than $5,000. Let's do that segue. I want to talk about Twitter because it was a big news story earlier in the week and continues to be. Uh, and and I, I need people to understand the, the, the depth of, of the concern here because uh, the headline says, well, Twitter got, you know, they talked about the Twitter accounts of people like Barack Obama and, and, and Mike Bloomberg and, and Joe Biden and a whole bunch of other folks that got. It wasn't their accounts that got hacked. It was Twitter that got hacked by these people. So we don't even know what kind of information. I mean, they tried to try to do some kind of a Bitcoin scam, and I guess some people actually got sucked into it. But we don't know the ramifications of this. This is a huge story. It's a massive story. And, and one thing's for certain is that whoever, or not whoever, we know that the hackers got access to the administrative area in the server systems within Twitter. Now, there's two ways they could have did this. The first way is they somehow managed to get a phishing scam where someone internally or someone of a, of a, of a higher caliber of Twitter uh, had their login and password information that was compromised by the hackers, meaning that they were able to infiltrate their administrative systems and be able to get access to all the accounts and, and and it was a pretty high executive position that they were able to get into um you know again jumping back to uh mj uh, mjm uh using them as an example that kind of information is where you know someone of that caliber could have been qualified and would have been able to test that's one theory the other theory that they were talking about how they got into twitter is that someone on the inside of a high capacity gave the information so that's that's, that's no, dangerous that this was an inside job. It could be a very likely inside job because money talks. So when we look at it, it could have been, hey, Mr. Twitter uh, IT with code level for uh, access, here's $2 million from the Russian hacking group. And that $2 million uh, gave them access to some very prominent individuals and access to their uh, following list. So it's one of those two things, Bill. They either got infiltrated by a phishing scam or otherwise, or it's an inside job. Now, this is obviously embarrassing for Twitter. So with that in mind, is there any way we're ever going to hear of who was responsible for this? Because or they, or, they're going to find out at some point. But do they just do this as, as, internally as opposed to making a big deal of this? Well, there, this is a much. This is going to be a much bigger deal on 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 tons of scale. And and the bigger aspect is that this is going to impact all social media platforms. This is not isolated to Twitter. This is there is already a bit of a push. There is always uh, some challenge when it came to the government Senate. And of course, COVID nineteen became a little bit of a hot topic, and everyone kind of backed down a little bit. But if you recall, uh, you know Jack Dor uh, Dorsney from Twitter was being called to the Senate. He was being called to the to the Canadian government. We saw that with uh, Zuckerberg. They were all being forced to come up and explain what security and what policies are they doing with our information? How is it being caught and how are you managing this detail and what ramification will be coming from this? Well, this has just escalated it to a whole new level. And that means that at this stage, there's going to be a lot more scrutiny when it comes to social media and information pertaining to Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Google, uh, all Amazon for that matter, all of their information 
Republicans going to be scrutinized as to how they're managing it. And so I into, and I'm no I'm no economic uh, expert when it comes to the stock market. Uh, you know, that's an investor group thing or uh, somebody smarter than me. But here's Adam's perception. Twitter stocks about to tank and it's going to get worse because there's going to be lawsuits, probably from those that were impacted with the information they had access to. We don't know what direct messaging and, and information private they were able to uh, uh, steal from Twitter. And the last one is the fact that the European Union is all over this. Man, they are going to be just chopping at the bit as an example to be made on Twitter with their new policies in regards to their security of citizens. And if anyone wants to jump down on Twitter, it's going to be the European Union. And we're talking fines on a scale that Google's probably going to be giggling in the corner going, that's going to really hurt for you, Twitter. It's going to sting and you guys are going to feel it bad. You might want to tweet about that. Uh, speaking of controversial stories, I'm glad we're going to do a follow-up on a story that we brought uh, some time ago, I guess. It was about Apple uh, and their and their phones, uh, especially the iPhone 6 and 7. Uh, and I'm an iPhone guy, which is one of the reasons I was really ticked off when you told us this some time ago. Uh, and what they were doing is they were they're fooling around with batteries. They were actually, uh, you know, they were throttling the battery uh, to try to make their phone more efficient, and they were forced to admit this finally. Uh, this, I'm understanding now there's going to be some resolution to this now? There is a resolution, and if you want, and if you have your iPhone 6 or iPhone 7, and I'm not sure if you still have yours, Bill, or not. It's been a while, actually. We should probably catch yeah. up and take a look at what, what technology you're using. If you have an iPhone 6 or 7, or, or have the serial number of it, uh, again, you just have to prove you had uh, information of it. You can easily go online. You enter your serial number. You enter your Apple ID, uh, at which point your contact information, and if it is deemed that your serial number matches uh, the throttled and it was impacted when Apple did this, you could be entitled up to $500 U.S., Back. Now, I can share this from my perspective, Bill. I have iPhones and I have an account in the U.S., so I tried the Canadian uh, access with the serial code. It was denied. It claimed that that number and that information was not applied. However, my U.S. phone was. So I believe, and I can't vouch for this 100%, that I feel this class action lawsuit is only going to be steered towards Americans, but I can't vouch for that 100% because the class action lawsuit was intended to be uh, a Across North America, it, it's probably only going to be applicable to any U.S. iPhone uh, that was throttled. Well, and that's what I was wondering, and I guess we need to get more details about this, uh, because if it was uh, an agreement in a U.S. court, uh, maybe it is only applicable down there. I don't know what the situation is, because as soon as I saw this this morning, I started scrambling around in the desk drawers around the house here, <laughs> figuring out where was that old phone, you know? But I don't know what's going to be worthwhile to even go and look for. But, uh, you know, it's, it's worth taking a shot at it, I suppose. 500 bucks is 500 bucks. Well, most likely it's up to 500, Bill. I don't yeah. know where they justify the value, but I believe it's on the lowest scale, 25, and on the high scale, 500. I'm not sure how they're justifying, hey, that phone's worth 500 and that one's worth 25 when they throttled all the phones, but um, there's a, a 25 up to $500. So it's almost like a lottery. A, check to see if your phone is, is confirmed, and then B, you get to find out in, a, in the uh, mail, probably in nine months to two years, you may get a check in the mail from apple saying here is your eligible throttled phone and meanwhile we'll be on iphone 56 by that point 
Pretty much, yeah. And by the way, if they're sending it by mail, you may not get it this calendar year either, the way <laughs> things are going with Canada Post and the, and the COVID thing. Uh, what's going on with pencils and papers? I mean, that's a. Uh, now, some people are listening right now saying, pencils, papers, what's that? Uh, because everything is done with your thumbs right now on your phone. Uh, but uh, back in the day, that's when you and I went to school, that's what we used. Those were the tools. I were. I wasn't allowed to touch ink when I was in school until grade three. You were only allowed to use a pencil and, and paper. So uh, the graphite, and this is really interesting, research and scientists have determined that pencil of the graphite nature um, are, and paper um, actually can conduct uh, uh, enough energy that can be utilized for um, syncing with your application. So um, let me try to paint a picture with this. Take a, imagine taking a, a piece of paper, wrapping it around your wrist, drawing on that piece of paper uh, uh, a stencil or a, uh, you know, kind of like a, a barcode or, or otherwise, and then that barcode would be able uh, to connect with the levels in your, in your body um, to check your glucose and your, and your temperature. Um, this technology is old from a sake of just making notes, but the scientists have determined that graphite with paper can conduct enough information that can be utilized with an app. And why that's so important is because it's abundant, number one. Number two, it's a resource that's inexpensive. And three, it takes from doodling for medical purposes. So all those days of everyone just using a pencil and paper, drawing a bunch of you know uh, artwork, triangles and squares, now can actually turn that into science. So, yeah, a pencil, graphite model, and paper can be used with science to help monitor our, our glucose levels and our temperature very, very much in the future. Uh, we've had some wicked, humid, hot weather over the last couple of days, and apparently it's coming back again over the weekend and for the next few days. This, so this is very timely. Uh, Sony's wearable air conditioner. What's this all about? Well, you know what? Sony came up with this uh, back when Japan was involved with the Olympics, and the idea behind it was that during the summer it's going to be so hot that they were uh, coming up with a portable unit that you could put into a little pocket in your back shirt, um, and there's sizes of them accordingly. And what it does is it puts a cool sensation. Think of it as a little micro air conditioner. sits inside the back of your shirt and, you know, uh, right above your neckline, and what it does is it sends about a 22 degrees Celsius, 73 Fahrenheit, um, temperature uh, consistently over your back. So uh, the concept behind it was that if you were ever in an environment sitting in a stadium and everyone was, you know, and, and the temperatures were, uh, were really hot, you'd be able to now control your body temperature with this. And it works with Android. It works with Apple. Well, Sony's releasing it and it's going to be available um, for purchase. You can buy it online. Now, here's the caveat to it all, Bill. It's got a 90 minute battery and then it takes two hours to charge. So you got to get the most out of that 90 minutes. So what oh, I'm yeah. thinking is I'm going to buy about five of them, and I'm just going to strap it to every part of my body because it just goes into a little so – so I'm going to put them in my pants. I'm going to put them in my armpits, put it in my shirt back, and I'm just going to walk around like a, like a human ice box and try to just you know, see if it works during those days we get that 40 to 55-degree temperature. This is something I think we can expect to see more of uh, with more of these devices. But Sony's the first to come out with it, and they patent it, and now you can walk outside in 45-degree temperature and still feel like you're in air conditioning. I've got a minute or so left, but I want to get into this because this really got my attention. Because we've done a number of shows with animal rights groups over the last couple of years here on the program, and yeah. because there's, I think, a r much more awareness now about some of the abuse that goes on with mammals that are being trained to entertain us at, at water parks and and things of this nature. Uh, and, and so I think a lot of people have changed their opinions from what they might have thought 15, 20 years ago to where they are now. And some of them are actually closing down, which is, I think, a good thing. But, but. 
leave it to technology now. An artificial intelligence robotic dolphin? They have a robotic dolphin that is so real, Bill, that these are, are can mimic uh, a live dolphin. So if they're, you know, versus trapping dolphins inside a cage or inside a, uh, you know, a, poo- a swimming pool or otherwise, marine facilities that are entertaining for public entertainment will now be able to watch look, feel, sound like dolphins. Um, Our technology has gotten to the point that now they act and think and look and even feel like a real dolphin. They do tricks. they, they, They can jump. They can jump through hoops. And for that moment, they do not impact an actual live dolphin. So why this is so big is exactly what you said. Animal activists and cruelty. We're talking about the trapping of animals, the cruelty of putting them through the rigmarole of, you know, learning and and, and you know, making sure that they follow all the tricks. Um, well, now it can be programmed. It's now available. Um, you can touch it and feel it and, again, swim with it. And it feels like the real thing. It's a stepping ground for where we're going to see probably more of this uh, artificial robotic animal when it comes to zoos, uh, when it comes to whether they're lions or otherwise. It's just the first step. But dolphins... Just be uh, aware that you might be able to go to an enter- a marine park and be able to entertain with all the actions and know that that's just a robot jumping out of the pool. Not a bad idea. Let's see if that one catches on. This is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday, 1135, brought to you by Vacuuman. Adam Oldfield, have yourself a fabulous weekend. We'll talk again soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Bill. Take care. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.